Welcome to the Property Investment Podcast. Today's episode focuses on the layered complexity of the Australian residential market. I hope you enjoy the episode. From 2012 to 2017, MP Funds Management provided investment funding for 20 or so residential projects. The strong market fundamentals and the lack of competition, particularly between 2012 to 14, meant that we could charge a high compounding return on capital, usually between 18 to 25%, and our investment was underpinned by robust economics, an upswinging market and sound property fundamentals. In about 2016, some major American hedge funds started shorting the Australian banks as a result of our bank's exposure to the Australian residential mortgages. The international view was that our Australian residential market was becoming so frothy that another GFC was looming and the bottom would fall out of the market, rendering those mortgage-backed securities held by our banks as assets on balance sheet worthless. What the Americans misunderstood about our market was that Australian mortgages are personally guaranteed. You can't just hand back the keys if times get tough like you can in the USA. Nonetheless, the shorts created a flurry of negative media attention and a PR headache for the Australian banks, which coincided with an unprecedented influx of foreign capital into our residential markets, resulting in soaring demand and gross affordability issues at both an englobo land and end product level. What happened next is well known. The Royal Commission and subsequent tightening of government regulations via APRA ultimately resulted in a market that cooled just as fast as it had risen some years earlier. Fast forward to our new post-COVID economy, potentially not so post yet, considering the current Victorian outbreak, and headlines cite a continued strength in the market. So what's the outlook for the Australian residential market? The answer is it depends on a few varying factors. However, in a market where visibility is difficult, I like to identify the facts and use those known facts as benchmarks to establish a view. As with any market, the key balance is supply demand. Understanding where there might be a lack of supply and a pocket of demand is where the investment value will be achieved. To house the current population of 25.5 million people, we have an aggregate 10.4 million residential dwellings, which is about 2.4 people per dwelling. Supply demand fundamentals have of course been hit as a result of COVID and largely as a result of the immediate pause on inflow of migrants. Unemployment and softer business conditions also dampen both supply and demand, yet pricing remains firm and growing as a result of the low interest rates and the unique environment created by travel restrictions with localised domestic expenditure centering on home upgrades. Comfort and maintenance of overall market value can be taken from the fact that the aggregate value of the 10.4 million residential dwellings equates to around $7.2 trillion. The aggregate mortgage is around $1.8 trillion, leaving the Australian banks with about $5.4 trillion of unlevered equity or an LVR of 25%. Interestingly, in January of 2020, there was circa 5,000 surplus unsold brand new apartments in Sydney Metro showcasing an oversupply and decline in the demand, possibly still as an overhang from APRA's 2016 cooling measures and the drop-off in Chinese buyer demand in 2014 to 16. Yet the Australian residential sector has defied the odds and expectation across the board and continued to flourish despite initial expectations of downward pressure as a result of COVID. 
Despite the surplus overhang Sydney Metro apartment stock, because the market has shown strong enough demand for values to stay buoyant, debt providers, both major banks and non-bank lenders, see an opportunity in providing lowly geared loans for the residual apartment stock. Developers with unsold surplus completed apartment stock have been able to hold on to the apartments with these loans, and value has been maintained as a result. In fact, values have grown significantly amid COVID and forecast growth continues. Anomalies will present in various parts of the landscape, such as the downsizer market, which will continue its strength as time marches on for those empty nesters who prefer high quality apartment living. As always, during times of crisis, there will be a flight to quality. Australia's overall reliance on immigration for both economic growth and new housing demand will mean a sharper increase in residential values as soon as the doors open to required inflows of migrants. The softer immigration conditions now will mean a lack of new supply when demand starts to rise and prices will continue to increase as a result. The luxury residential market is going from strength to strength like we've never seen before. Head over to the MP Report Premium for exclusive interview content with Blaney North and Ben Collier on the rise of the super luxury and luxury residential sectors in Australia. Like any market, understanding the size, the total value and the drivers is what enables better visibility and the ability to act quickly when a value anomaly emerges to capitalise on investment value. For exclusive visibility into the MP Funds Management past deal analysis and co-investment deal flow, sign up to the MP Report Premium. MP Funds Management has provided investment funding for over $1.3 billion in investment grade real estate transactions. These transactions have produced an average annual return of 22%, with the lowest being 9% and the highest being 45%. With MP Report Premium, you can expect exclusive visibility into co-investment opportunities with MP Funds Management, in-depth analysis of completed deals, detailed market analysis and premium interview content. Sign up to the MP Report Premium via the MP Report website.